and welcome to Lunar Magic Tea Time, where we discuss all things magical, mystical, metaphysical, and sometimes even a little mundane. I'm Kristen. And I'm Nancy. And this week our episode is Jar Magic. But before we get too far into that... Um, I just want to remind you to find us on Facebook and join our Facebook group, uh, Lunar Magic Tea Time. You can email us at lunar at lunarmagicteatime.com. Our website is lunarmagicteatime.com. And you can find us on all your podcasting platforms. Just be sure you look up the Lunar Magic Tea Time. And I just added us to three more, Podchaser, um a Samsung one and there's another one so we'll we'll update you next week once we get accepted to those three new yay you can also <laughs> find us on Instagram and YouTube and TikTok although the TikTok will disappoint you if you come <laughs> if you find us from here because <laughs> <laughs> the TikTok disappoints me <laughs> all the time <laughs> so spill jars Yay, spell jars. Okay, so at its simplest, first of all, I guess we need to define spell jar or jar magic or whatever. Whatever you want to call it. So every time I think of spell jars, I think of that scene in Pirates of the Caribbean. (laughs) I have a jar of dirt. It's a spell. (laughs) Then give it back. No. (laughs) That's jar magic. Was it graveyard dirt? Probably. But that's jar magic. That is jar magic. It push was a hundred stuff in the jar. Yeah, she gave it to him as a spell. It's a spell. That's right. It's all about intention. Period. <laughs> that's it. That's the podcast. Thanks. Have a nice. No. And yeah. <laughs> hey, we'll see you next week. Oh, I have to write that. Episode. Anyway. <laughs> so at its very simplest, jar magic is any spell you put into a jar. Yep. Perf- and seal. I think the sealing is actually kind of important. But there are caveats and exceptions, just like with anything in magic. I tend to, when I make spell jars, seal it and forget it. Sometimes (laughs) seal it and toss it. The one we made this weekend still rattling around in the back of my car. Just had like flashbacks to Ronco commercials. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Seal it and forget it. No, exactly. (laughs) Or set it and forget it. Yes. (laughs) No. For the general purposes of this episode, the key here is smallish portable jars with spell components that have been thoughtfully assembled and your intention placed on them, in them, and around that jar or best vehicle for transporting. I think really for me, the key is portability. Like it's, you can take it to its next location, whatever that may be. And we'll get into some interesting spell jars have been around for ages. They... The canoptic jars, canopic jars in Egyptian funerary practices are effectively spell jars. Here, sealed with intention to bring the person back. The items in that jar are to help bring that person back to life. Yeah. That's magic. So really, spell jars are super simple. And so, but we're going to get into something that might upset some of our listeners, and that's fine with, no. Uh, (laughs) Hexing. Because... So many hexes are some form of jar magic. Whether that jar magic is an actual jar, right? Or whether it's um, some sort of poppet or pouch or something. Most hex spells have some element of 
assemble the spell or assemble the ingredients, put your intention in it, seal it up and put it away from you. So we're going to talk really briefly about hexing. I am personally a fan. I have pro hexer. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) Um, I have no, um, there will be, there are those who believe that what you cast will be returned to you threefold. That's a Wiccan belief. And if that's your belief, that's fine. That's, there's nothing wrong with that. I am not Wiccan. I do not believe in the power of three in that connotation. Yeah. I don't believe in the returning. But the thing I want to talk about, the definition of hex is any witchcraft or spell, according to Merriam-Webster. That's it. Any witchcraft or spell. Hmm. So here's the thing that I want to talk about. Most <laughs> most witches will view a hex as baneful magic. Um, anything that you are doing with the intent to cause harm to another person. What we tend to forget is that one person's hex, right, might be actually just protection. Yeah, I was thinking of that. And when or we... they're pushing that back to what was mm-hmm. sent and to you, you're just kind of pushing it back and saying no. If you look at most actual hexing spells, they are 100%. I'm just turning this back on you. You're just going to reap what you've sown, yeah. or I'm building this barrier, you can't touch me. Yeah. The thing is, and we've talked about this a lot, actually, because I, I say this every time like a love spell comes up, you know, what might be good magic for me, yeah. right, could be bad magic for someone else. If I'm... Free will, you're taking their free will away. If you if you cast with the intention of removing free will, yeah. most hexes aren't phrased in a way that puts someone under your control. Yeah. But if you're, you know, if I were to cast a spell, say, for a job... Let's say there's this this job. I really, really want it. So I cast a spell to get this spell, this job. Yeah. Okay. For me, that's a good spell. But let's say I'm not the most qualified person for this job. And instead, let's pretend for a minute, I'm the least qualified person <laughs> for this job. So people that should have got the job didn't because you put... That's, that's negative magic for them. So and it didn't affect... Instead of saying, you know, I want this job... You could say, I want a job that gives me the benefits I, I want, that I want. When you're in the looking in the looking aspect, when I, before I go into an interview, I prefer to do things like charms. Like yeah. I will carry an acorn with me yeah. so that this opportunity will grow into a big mighty oak mm-hmm. if it's meant to grow. Yeah, if it's or meant to be. I will say, um, can these people view me in the most positive light? Yeah. That kind of thing. That's not impacting anybody's free will. It still requires me to be the qualified person. Yeah. But it's just re- important to remember that it, no matter what, there's two sides to everything. And there can be, yeah. and both sides can be true. Yeah. Two things can be true at the same time. <laughs> Traditionally, hexing has been the realm of the witch who is at the end of their patience and their rope traditionally like people are like oh no that's not how that works because magic is intention and magic is energy and magic is power most people you're not the scarlet witch that's blowing everything up listen if i could be the scarlet no (laughs) 
Actually, yes. Anyway. That's from the last show. Oh, I haven't seen it yet. Um, <laughs> anyway. Um, Sorry. I did. I uh, no, I know because I did see WandaVision and she was not great. In, I mean, she was not. Oh, she goes to a whole new level. Yeah, that was not on She's the a good witch in WandaVision. <laughs> she was not a good witch. She... No, I mean, in comparison to what she does in Doctor Strange, she was a good witch. So, got a little off topic. It's yeah. been really Marvel. Well, really, Marvel she kind of shit out of everything. <laughs> yeah. So, traditionally, <clears throat> hexes have been used by those with limited power. So one of the reasons that traditionally voodoo has this image of this, you know, baneful, aggressive nah, magic is look at who traditionally yeah, they were in have a been. They, yeah. 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 So hexing is used traditionally used by the people with limited power. They're fighting their their oppressor. Listen. If you don't want to hex, don't hex. Yeah. Don't do it. Like, I personally don't do love magic. And I won't just hex just because someone asked me to. Like, there's, when I do a hex, it is well thought out. It is yeah. well planned. It is well, I wouldn't say well intentioned, but it is well intentioned. Yeah. Because if I've gotten to the point where I'm like, oh my God, again. Yeah, I need to, this needs to stop. <clears throat> so, like I said, the reason we're talking about this right now is because a lot of jar magic can go that way and and a lot of it a lot of it so how do we do some jar magic do you have a jar which is love jars yes like that's the running tiktok joke which is love jars crystals and rocks and (laughs) herbs (laughs) everything her jeez her her collection right now (laughs) so the first thing you do with any spell is you think about what your end goal is and how you would like the magic to achieve that end goal would you like it to open up pathways would you like the magic to focus energy you know really think about how you're wanting this to happen really think about the end goal really think about how that end goal looks as you're living it yeah and Put the stuff in the jar. Yeah. Put your intention into it. So Krista and I met last weekend, and we did some jar magic. And um, we have never done this together before. <laughs> oh, actually, I don't think I've ever even done jar magic. I buy, I buy ingredients, but the actually doing shit doesn't. Sometimes doesn't come as quickly as buying the ingredients. <laughs> but I thought it was interesting. We knew what spell. We were going to mm-hmm. do a couple of spells to start for me. Mm-hmm. And I thought it was I, watching you decide on which ones to work together, the way you thought. Okay, these two are talking to me, but I'm not quite sure which one I'm going to end up putting. Oh in. yeah, the herbs. Yeah, let's yeah. do that at the end. Let's okay. talk about that at the end because let's walk through. <laughs> the mic just decided to. I swear, I just had a stroke. Oh my god. Okay. No, that was a muscle spasm. Okay. Got <laughs> on the creatures. That's good times. Um, <laughs> so, first step. What do you want your end goal to be? What yep. does it look like? Second step. Gather your components. Obviously, it's going to be the jar. Yes. Preferably one with a lid. Lid doesn't really matter as long as it seals reasonably well. Herbs, crystals, or Spider if you... <laughs> <laughs> 
Uh-huh. <clears throat> at the end. We'll do that at the end. I knew you're just gathering components. I'm just um, adding some or components least, that you gathered. <laughs> at least be in a space where you can get to them if you need them. Yes. Again, this is kind of a warning. Some spell jars do require bodily fluids, whether that be blood. If you're into blood magic, please do that safely. Oh, my God. With consent, if you need to use another person's. <laughs> No. Or if you get the blood from another Listen, <laughs> I worked with an Come attorney. <laughs> um, so obviously, collect ethically. Um, I've used bodily fluids when it was called for, mm-hmm. and it worked. Cleanse and bless the jar. <laughs> now, cleanse and bless the jar, how you cleanse and bless anything that you're using in your magic. So how did you cleanse and bless your altar or your... Um, your bells or your cauldron or anything like that do do it the same way pretty much because I personally find that my magic works better when I have that consistency oh I see yeah and of course it's going to be different for everybody but like if all of us if you're somebody who like like we do we do a lot of smoke cleansing if all of a sudden you're like no 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 I need to salt cleanse it well did you prepare the time to salt cleanse it yeah because salt cleansing should, yeah. ta- should take a minute. Yeah, you can't just dip it in salt. I mean, you can, but it's not going to be as effective in my opinion. But yeah. that's, again, my opinion. Uh, <clears throat> so like I said, cleanse the jar. Bless the jar if you if that's the way you do things. And then add your ingredients. However, if you're using a spell from the internet, follow those instructions. There's probably a reason for them. If you're just doing it on the fly, listen to your instincts. Then once you've assembled them in the way you want them seal up the jar i personally love using wax to seal i've seen them wrapped in brown paper and then tied with string and sealed if you just want to close it and and that's that that's fine and then charge it if you are someone who charges your spells i depending on the spell hexes i don't charge healing spells i do charge so that I can release them. I try to, I, if I'm going to be doing healing work for somebody, I try to make sure I know, like if it's like somebody's surgery or something, yeah. I try to make sure I have enough warning in advance that I can set it on, set it before it needs to be active. That's all. So I tend to charge things on my altar. My altar is an active working altar. It is not a private altar. I don't have time for that. <laughs> <laughs> Dispose. Most jar spells have some element of disposal whether that's using the materials in them or setting it away from you and just kind of forgetting that it exists Mm. i have i have set jar spells in my altar that i found two years later because like i set them in the oh uh, yeah. yeah um and then was very confused why that was there what is it and what did i put in there um that one just got buried if it is if it's one of those to be just discard to be yeah discarded or whatever there's several ways to do that you can bury it you can you know you're burying it be careful um some spells i just toss in the garbage just literally just toss in the garbage some hexes i actually incorporate <laughs> the tossing into the garbage as part of the spell because yeah. if I'm at the point where I'm hexing you, yeah. you you're going in the garbage that's a freezer spell and that's completely different different than a jar spell mm-hmm. hmm. A, I never use jars for my freezer spells hmm. 
when you freeze in there? Usually Ziploc baggies. Oh. Except that one time. Yeah, I thought one time I froze them something. in a coffee can. Oh, coffee. I was it was a coffee can. <laughs> that moved houses. It was moving. <laughs> hey, you got room for it. And it didn't even spell. move my house. <laughs> I remember that. And then it got thrown away in the garbage because that person is garbage. That's where it belongs. That person is so garbage. Oh, my God. And like I said, then you discard and bury or bury and do some, you know, if you're doing something like a glamour spell where you're casting a jar spell to be glamorous or to improve some element of your health or your looks or whatever, leave it out on your dresser so you can look at it every day and absorb that energy. Mm-hmm. Think of the end goal of your spell yeah. and think as you're creating your spell, like as you're building the foundations for your spell, think, is this something I'm going to want to remember and see around me all the time? Mm-hmm. Or is this something that I just need to do the one time? Like it's a quick, yeah. it's a quick money spell, let's say. Yeah. When, you know, yeah. Is, is it for my health? If it's for my health, am I going to want it on my stove where I can incorporate it into my cooking? Not, not necessarily incorporate the ingredients, but incorporate that energy yeah. into my, like just be thoughtful. Yeah, that makes sense. Your health starts with your gut. You know, like as you're making any magic, just be incredibly thoughtful about what you want, how you want to achieve it, and that sort of thing. And I think when you get into it, you'll find jar spells are everywhere. Yes, so we we Mm -hmm. did do them on Saturday. Mm -hmm. I got to use my wax. It's so pretty. like obsessed now like okay what can I what can I do with these so we did a health spell and I did a psychic mm-hmm. psychic enhancement spell mm-hmm. <laughs> or a psychic pull that guy was called like my curtain pull that curtain I'm tired <laughs> I turn on my abilities I'm tired of this so we used um, I went to a local crystal shop because I wanted some smaller pieces of crystal that I could use because I also made a scrying mirror. You know me. Pinterest, that's a bad place for me. Yeah, we're going to have to ground you from that. (laughs) (laughs) When your Pinterest comes up with 95% witchy stuff and the rest is fairy garden (laughs) and some gnomes. I Mm -hmm. I have to make gnomes. Um, So I got some moon incense, which I felt since it was the full moon that weekend, that it did have a nice smell, and I'm not an incense person. So we smoked, cleansed the jars, and um, because I'm a database person, I brought down all the jars out of my room, and I have my um, herbs um, coated, (laughs) so there was an H and a P and a little psychic eye, the third eye symbol. So I kind of had a little bit of an idea, but then I'll let Kristen, she takes it to a whole different level and was like, okay, this is what we're going to do. I'm these two. I'm kind of not, one of them going to go in, but I'm not quite sure yet. So we'll put them to the side. Yeah. So she had like, she has this like six foot table and she had everything on the table. So she had the crystals, the herbs, everything on the table, ready to go. And she's like, this spell is for this. And I'm like, okay, well, this is what I would do. And I started setting out, this is, you know, whatever. And these two jars, I think it was mugwort and something else. I don't remember. And the other one went in, it's the other one that went into the jar. It wasn't Golden Seal? It was Golden Seal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Mugwort and Golden Seal. And I kept, I kept 
I noticed that I kept every time I go over to to the jars, like my hand would kind of hover over those two. And I was like, "Mm, one of them wants to go in, but I don't know which one. And I actually don't know if it wants to go in this spell jar or the other other spell jar. But we'll see. We'll just wait. When you get to know your material components, it becomes a conversation like that. I don't know a single witch that is like, oh, no, I follow the rules strictly. I'm more like that with crystals. Yeah. Like I go with my, like, oh, I think I need this, this, and this. Where you, I don't have the um, herb knowledge that you do as far as both medicinal and magic. So that's why my tops are kind of coated. I went and did the research and then I just put the little symbols on the top. Yeah, I do have. But I feel like, like that, like I glued the what crystal on the outside of the health. And even though it was more of um. I put the halite in. What's the name of the halite? Um, it was more like for one for calming, but with me, I wanted that on my health one because mm-hmm. if you're dealing with health issues and calming, it seems like it would enhance everything in the jar, right? Because you want to stay calm. One would hope. Huh? <laughs> one would hope. Yeah. And it looked pretty cool. Oh, God, I'm all it about looks so cool. cool. And then we had Celtic seals that we did on the top of the jar and then we made little I had charms mm-hmm. and then we Kristen came up with a wonderful idea of putting a little hole with the wax seal and then we hung them like charms around That's the bottles so and now I'm obsessed with there will wax. there will be a picture of the work that we did this weekend up on the website lunarmagicteatime.com um, Friday by Friday when we post yes the uh, episode I don't know why I said it like that. Like people are in the room. Anyway, <laughs> it's fine. It doesn't matter. There will be a picture on the website, lunarmagicteatime.com. <gasps> so we did that. We did the health one. We did the psychic one. And Kristen did. Drum roll, please. Oh, no. Kristen yes, did a hex. hex jar. I bet you guys could have not have guessed that. I could just hear 100 people at the same time listening to this thing going, Hex jar. She did a hex. hex. Oh my God. What is wrong with her? Well, no, it was time. It's fine. We're not going to go into whom or why. Um, Don't need to. But I will say that as I was assembling the pieces, I burned some herbs and put the ashes into the jar. Um, And then it felt, and then I added other things, of course, but then it, it, it felt wrong. It wasn't done yet. And it kept, I, I, I tend to, when I'm doing spells like that, not just hexes, but jar spells in general, I tend to be somebody, I like an odd number of materials, not counting the material, mm. not counting the jar or the pouch or the candle just or the whatever. Ingredients. And for some reason, I t- I just, I like the odd number. So mm. I tend to do three, five, or seven. Okay. Um, and so number one, it was off. There wasn't enough stuff in it. <laughs> it just wasn't enough stuff in it. Um, but I couldn't figure out what else needed to go in there until I was looking around and realized, wait, we're working in a garage. Yes. There's spider webs in the garage. What is more witch-tastic than creating a spell jar with a spider web in it? And actually, actually, because I tend to be somebody who thinks 
in associations and I think metaphorically and allegorically and all of that, I was like, well, this is actually trying to catch, trying to out somebody in their lies. Mm. And so what do we say? Your web of lies. Yep. So spider webs are fitting. They're going in a jar where I'm catching the essence of this person in a way. Get caught in that that web of your own lies. Perfect. And and it's currently rattling around in my car. Should probably <laughs> get rid of it. No, I can't get rid of it. It's like oh. magical greens. Is still in the <gasps> Where'd it go? No. What? It's still in my car. Oh. I just realized I can get rid of it um, Tuesday. <laughs> oh, that'd be perfect. The reverse. Uh, oh my God, it's going to be hilarious. coming out of the ashes. I'm just going to give it to a stranger. No, I would never do that. Don't do that. <laughs> Pretty sure you should be just randomly passing. Here's a spell. <laughs> don't do that. Please don't do that. Boys and girls, do not how, do this at home. <laughs> how hysterical that would be, though. Don't do that. I can't say that enough. Now I'm going to. I'm gonna get rid of it, but it's gonna get. Ri- I'm gonna just throw it away for me. Yeah, I'm gonna bury it actually. But oh my god, that'd be so funny. <laughs> this is my jar of dirt. Here you go, friend. No, <laughs> it's a very special present for you. Oh my god, <laughs> I can't believe you went there. Okay. I was just thinking how because the number of times people have just walked up to me and handed me things when I've been out like that. <laughs> Okay, I'm gonna throw a couple of jars out of you. I'm gonna put you on the spot. Okay, I'm ready. Let's go. Let's do it. Protection jar. Okay. Mm, depends on the season of the year. Okay. And it depends on what, what I'm protecting, protecting myself from. from. Am I protecting myself or am I protecting another person? Yourself. Okay. From am I prote- things that go bump in the night, not from a human. Okay, things that go bump in the night. Oh, oh. Okay, what time of year is it? going to be before Halloween. Okay, so perfect, 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 perfect. And the perfect. veil is the thinnest. Okay, so protecting myself from, effectively for me, I'd be protecting myself from Faye. Yeah. First and foremost, I would cleanse the jar. It would need to be a slightly larger jar. The first thing that goes into the jar that I'm using to protect myself from Faye. What? I was just guessing what you were going to say. Is a nail. Exactly. That's why I was going... <laughs> first thing if i'm protecting myself from Faye, and the reason i do know is because she's made me more than one jar <laughs> and there's always nails in it and i would i have a collection of actual iron spikes Special. and nails okay. that i use specifically for spell work um i especially like them because they're rusty but yeah. that's an aesthetic thing as much as although rust is handy and anyway anyway uh so the first thing Put in, putting in that nail. The second thing, putting in rosemary. Um, hmm. Primarily because for me, uh, rosemary is one of my guide plants. Oh, okay. And is one of my protectors. And when I live in places where I can have plants at my front door, mm-hmm. there's always a rosemary yeah. at the front door, yeah. if not two on either side. Yeah. The second thing I, the the third thing, sorry, probably a Snapdragon. Again, I like them for protection. Um, I like their association with the Fae. Um, 
I think for some people that would be counterintuitive, but for me, I've noticed that when I have snapdragons around my garden, things go less missing. Oh Lord, I need myself some snapdragons that work with um, nature spirits too, not just fae. It'd be worth a try. I mean, it'd be, it wouldn't hurt them. Yeah. It's not like iron. Yeah. So that's three things. I stand behind um, going. I would not put. I would not. Um, put alcohol in it um i just would probably attract me <laughs> right but then they'd be pissed because there's iron oh yeah that might not go well for you no so i'm not an idiot um in fact i probably wouldn't put any liquid in it some spells some spell jars yeah. need the liquid some don't um i have a really good binding spell that i'll give you all at the end okay. um iron rosemary snapdragon um for crystals i my gut is saying obsidian. Mm. Um, I just really like obsidian for a lot of protection. A lot of people are like, no, it's, it's grounding. It's grounding. For me, it wants to be protection. Um, okay. I Yes, it does ground me. But also, I just really like it for protection. So maybe obsidian. Probably if I were to do essential oils, I would probably rosemary, black pepper. I knew you were going to say that. Feels feels like the right answer. Probably float it in um, like almond oil or jojoba or something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I would seal it and I would probably seal it. If it's protection, I would probably seal it. I'd probably go in a blue jar. Okay. And I would seal it with blue wax if I'm protecting from the fae. Okay. But... I would probably not want the jar to be pretty because I wouldn't want to attract them. Yeah. So my my, uh, health jar would not not work for that. So I probably wouldn't do blue, actually. I'd probably do a dingy beer bottle. There you go. Money spell. Oh, God, yeah. Oh, God, yeah. I don't even know where to start. (laughs) Throw it all in there and hope for the best. No. Green Green jar. Green bottle. Let's put in... Um, pumpkin seeds are great. Love pumpkin seeds. Fennel seeds or mustard seeds are also real good. Mm, For some reason, I love aloe vera gel um, in my money spells. I also really like oak moss, but oak bark will work. Frankincense, dragon's blood. What else? Mm, celery seeds. I mean, theoretically, you could put a celery stock, but the seeds are the thing that grow. Yeah, yeah. So that makes sense. Would you um, put some money? I see a lot of people that. I would absolutely, if you can spare it, I would actually put in. Um, don't put in pyrite. Do not put in pyrite. Okay. Pyrite is fool's gold. Yeah. And that's just going to be the money coming in and going out, coming in and going out, coming in and going out. Oh, being, yeah. It's not going to be true, deep, like generational yeah. stuff. That makes sense. If you're looking for long term, like if you're looking for money to be f- secure, if you're not doing a fast money spell, like I need $20 to pay for this bill right now. Yeah. If you're doing, I want long term stability money, then you're going to want things that are like put in an acorn. Right? Think long term. So grow, yeah. Yeah. Mighty oak. Yeah, exactly. So no pyrite, but if you can spare, when you do any money spell, you should use 
as a sacrifice, something you are giving up with no intention of using again. Yeah. Right. You cannot, you cannot fish this out yeah, and spend like that is not how that should work. It should be something you are giving I up. Coffee. I gotta take that five bucks out. Um, the largest bill you can afford mm. okay. is traditionally the way I do it. Okay. Um, and that one, I would absolutely seal everything green. Yeah. Green that sucker up. And then I would put it where I can re- where I can see it and work on the plan. Because you can't just do magic and expect an answer. You have to be working in the real world yeah. also. Yeah. Right? So where where can I put this money spell to remind me to do the work that I need to do to, be, to have the money yeah. on my desk? You know, that kind of thing. Finish it up with the binding spell? The binding spell. Okay, so I... You thought I was going to just close it off. No, I want to do the binding spell. I knew you were going to do the binding spell. I love this spell more than you can imagine. (laughs) And here's the thing with a binding spell. You're just asking them to stop fucking around with you, right? You're not trying to mess with their free will. You're just saying, hi, I'm going to leave the room now and you are not allowed to follow me. That's right. That's what this now put around me. You can't come near me. And that's what this spell is, right? It is telling the person, I'm leaving this situation. Please do not follow me. And it has worked every single time I've done it in so many weird ways. Like just I, I chef's kiss for this spell. Get a big jar. Because so here are your components. Let's start with what you're gonna need. You're gonna need a good size jar. You're going to need a lemon. You are going to need large steel pins big enough to close up the lemon. Um, so jar, lemon, steel pins. A lime will work, by the way. Okay. Large steel pins. Brown paper. A brown pen, like a brown ink pen or a brown crayon, if you can get it. If not, don't worry about it. That's really low on the priority list. Okay. But brown paper is really the key. And white vinegar large enough or enough large enough enough white vinegar to fill the jar after the lemon is in it so what you are going to do is you're going to write the person's name that you wish to put away from you yeah nine times on this piece of paper okay and then you are going to fold up the paper nice and tight like as tight as you can fold it and then you are going to cut the lemon just the top of the lemon oh and then put so you're going to cut an X in the top of the lemon. Okay. Right? And then you're going to stick that paper in there. And then you're going to close up the lemon with the steel pins. Okay. And we like steel because they're not rusty. And this isn't a permanent spell. The beautiful thing about this spell is you're only putting them away from you as long as they're in that jar. Yeah. Okay. Oh, so okay. if you get to the point where you're like, I have calmed down and I can address this situation now, let them out. Okay. Because I've done that too. And it's worked really well. It gives everybody spiritual space to breathe. Yeah. Is what it is what is happening. Yeah. So you've written their name nine times on the brown piece of paper, preferably in brown pen or brown crayon. Cut your X, fill the jar with white vinegar, place the lemon in, fill it with white vinegar, seal it up. You do not need to seal it with wax. It just needs to be closed up. Okay. Right? And then put the jar where you cannot see it. I had a jar living under my sink for almost two years before I was calm enough to address it again. Oh, wow. <laughs> and in that time, nothing happened between me and the person. It was amazing. Again, this isn't a hex. This is just, I need to yeah. leave the situation and I need you to not 
follow me in any way, shape, or form. Yep. And then when and then when you're, if you need them to stay away forever, would you bury that jar? I would bury that jar, um, because the chances of it breaking if you throw it away, which then unseals it, are too high. So I would just bury it. I carefully bury it. But if you get to the point where you're like, I'm calm enough to talk to this person now, everything's better, just open the jar, dispose of everything. Mm -hmm. At that point, you can reuse the jar. Don't eat the lemon. (laughs) Please don't eat the lemon. Maybe don't do that (laughs) or drink the vinegar. But once you've disposed of everything and tidied up, then that person is welcome back in your life. Okay. And when I have given this spell to, this is the, this and the bay leaf spell are my two most, do these spells if you are new to this craft and every single time it's been, what? Yeah. That works. Yes. Yes, it does. So there you go. Perfect. <laughs> that is there you perfect. Go. That covers our, our witch jars, which we actually did. So I'm very happy. Yes. We will post the pictures up on the webpage on probably Facebook. Facebook and Instagram. Instagram of uh, Kristen took the two jars and made a beautiful display. <laughs> I have particular looks when I moved it, but it looks okay. <laughs> I have a particular set of skills. Yes, it was pretty cool. Anyway. Apparently most of them are vanity based, but whatever. <laughs> <laughs> I believe our next episode, well, actually I don't know our next episode, so never mind. I was going to give a teaser, but I don't think I've written it yet. Remember, you can find us at LunarMagicTeaTime.com. You can email us at Lunar at LunarMagicTeaTime.com. You can join our Facebook group. Uh, find us on Facebook. Also, Instagram, TikTok, YouTube. Well, the YouTube channel's kind of dead. <laughs> it's got a lot to do. Anyway, <laughs> uh, there is merchandise uh, up on Teespring, and you can find us on all of your podcast platforms. Soon to be a few more. As always, have a magical day and stay safe out there.